Uh. Welcome back to What the Fuck Is This Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Monica. And I'm Miranda. Um, I forgot to mention this in the podcast we filmed before this. Sam, we don't have beef anymore. <laughs> I forgot about this. We're not beefing anymore. If, those of you do, that don't know, Sam is Miranda's younger sister that's at college right now. And we're living through her because we miss our college days. But I'm not beefing with her anymore because the bare minimum is hot. <laughs> and we don't know how to handle it. <laughs> and I'm living through the both of y'all because, like, obviously I'm married. But I love that little flirty talking stage. Uh, so yeah. I mean, I love it too, but... Don't, I mean, I love being married. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> oh, if I could be like, married, 100%, take me out the game. Yes. Take me off the roster. No, I fucking love being married, and I love my husband, but that flirty little the talking stage and the flirty banter. Okay, but I do hate the, like, basic Ugh. questions, like, oh, what's your favorite color? Yeah, no, like, I don't want to go back there. No, I think that's the only thing I like out of this deployment <laughs> Is we have that flirty fucking banter because what else are we doing? Yeah. What else? You gotta keep it alive. What? <laughs> what else are we doing? Um, let me jump into Anyways. my book tea. I don't know who the writers are, so I... And I forgot my book at fucking home. Don't judge me. I forgot a lot of stuff today. What's the book called? The That's Wife Between Us. things. The Wife Between Us, yeah. That's two things, though. Calm down. That's a lot. <laughs> so... This week I read a book that Miranda suggested to me and she got it for me for my birthday because mm-hmm. I'm a 24. I'm a grown lady. Burly. <laughs> um, but I read The Wife Between Us by Greer Hendricks and Sarah Peckins. But, uh, they're both these names. Look at this. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's read by two different writers but it is really fucking good. I could not fucking put it down. It's like mystery and like, it's basically, I don't want to say basically, but it's kind of along the lines of like Gone Girl, which is like, yeah, so. <laughs> oh, sorry. Maverick doesn't like that book. How dare you bring that book up in his house? Anyways, this book is. <laughs> This book is written in three different parts. The first part is the juiciest, but basically it's this wife that is telling the story of her husband having an affair. And you're like learning about these little things that like the two girls have in common, like the girl that he is cheating on with <laughs> and the wife, like they're both preschool teachers. They met on a flight the exact same fucking way. Like he moved the, there's like a soldier sitting next to them and he like moved his first class seat. He's rich, yeah. rich by the way. And then we find out that basically they quit their jobs so that they can have kids with him. And like, that's going to be their role. Like a stay at home mom that doesn't do anything. Which is not like something they didn't want, but it was definitely something he pushed on them. Oh, 100%. You know, like who doesn't want to be a stay at home mom? Like if you guys have that financial security. Yes, but it was definitely but... something that like, he yeah. wanted. Yeah. Um, and that's basically what it's all about. Uh, part one is just about the affair and how the ex-wife, I guess, is like stalking him because he, she's finding out that he's engaged again and all this other stuff. And then part two is where the juice really starts coming in 
the tea is on the kettle, or the kettle is on the, whatever. You know what I mean. We find out that the two girls in part one are the same woman, basically. Like, she's talking about how her, how she got to be with her husband, and the girl that he's going to be engaged to is called Emma, and so now this is where we're going to get into the spoiler alert, because there's no way for you to spoil part one. Mm Mm-mm. So, spoiler alert, if you really want to read this, I would 10 out of 10 recommend, skip ahead. Don't skip this episode. Yeah. Skip ahead to when we talk about... Time codes are in the description. (laughs) Yeah. Skip ahead to when we're talking about Riverdale. Um, Unless you want to be spoiled and then still read the book. It's up to you. True. So, this, the second part is basically how the two of, the first part comes together and she's, like, Mm -hmm. explaining, like, how they got married and how everybody like warned her and that how she changed in the marriage. Like at first she wanted to be a teacher. She wanted to keep teaching at preschool and he basically was like, no. And then we find out that in her college days, um, she was in a sorority and her little, if you don't know who that is, what that is, is a big and a little. It's just big sister, little sister. Yeah. They're not related. Yeah. No, it's just a mentor basically to, for mm-hmm. the sorority. She finds out her little, um, dies in the ocean. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And so that's why she wants to get out of, um, Florida. And that's why she moved to New York. Um, and basically this whole time she's been getting like these phone calls of like deep breathing and stuff. And she believes it's Jason, her little's brother, because he had threatened them before whenever they were at the, um... When she still lived at the sorority house. But then we find out it wasn't even him. It wasn't him. It was the fucking husband because he has fucking issues. And we find out that basically she's going through all these fertility treatments because they haven't been able to get pregnant. And they're doing all these things to her. And she goes, well, maybe we should get you tested again. And he cancels his appointment. Mm -hmm. And then he comes home and he's like... Oh, no, the doctor said it was all good. Like, I'm good to go. I have little Michael Phelps as swimmers. Mm-hmm. So he's lying this whole fucking time. And he's, like, shaming her for, like, having a glass of wine. Like Yeah, like, he changed her diet, her drinking habits, her workout habits, like, everything. And she's over here getting depressed because she thinks it's her fault that they can't have kids. This whole time, it's fucking him. Mm-hmm. And he knows it. Mm-hmm. Um... And then we find out that he gets her a dog named Duke. It's a German Shepherd. And he went to, like, protection classes. And, like, the dog is basically helping her pull out of her depression. You are aware And then fucking Richard, fucking Richard, gets jealous of the dog and gets (laughs) rid of it. Even though he bought it for her to feel better. Be fucking for real. You're jealous of a dog? A dog. Yeah. Ugh. Richard. <laughs> Fucking Richard. <sighs> I was going to say what kind of name is that, but that's kind of rude because my sister's fiance's name is Richard. <laughs> but then fucking Richard starts beating the shit about th- out this lady because he finds out, like, she started keeping a diary because of all the inconsistencies that he kept telling her. And... She, like, went to sneak off to go to a a therapist or whatever to talk about their marriage. And he's, like, mad about it. He finds a diary and he is, like, you 
forgot to move this pen and that's how I knew you were writing in here. And then he beats her the fuck up. And every time he beats her, he buys her new jewelry to cover up the marks. Yep. Be fucking for real. I forgot about the pin thing, though. Yeah. And Ugh. that's how he knew. He was yeah. like. But yeah, he like. But yeah. Starts tearing up her journal and he starts choking her and she passes out. And then he's like, clean this up. Mm-hmm. Like, and he kidding? sits there drinking like his scotch or whatever until she wakes up, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be fucking for real. Oh. And then in this time. Her mom dies, and they're like, oh, we're going to work on our marriage. Like, we're just going to, like, he's the only person she has left other than her aunt. And her and her aunt and her friends, like, don't speak anymore because she's away from them a lot because of him. Mm-hmm. And then we get to part three. So part three, extra spoiler fucking alert. <laughs> we go back to, like, she. he's about to um, marry Emma and she has, like, everything it's getting prepped or whatever. And she wants, this whole time, she wants to find Emma and tell her about Richard so that she doesn't make the same mistake that he did. Or that she did. And, like, she knows who Richard is, like, as a person. Garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's like, I don't want to put her in this situation. I have to find her. And during this time, in all parts, before part three, I thought she wanted to kill her. <laughs> A little. Because yeah. I was like, oh, she, because she kept being like, oh, she's still my husband. I have to get to her. Mm-hmm. I have to do this now. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, is she going to fucking kill her? Especially because until the end of part two, you don't know how bad Richard was to her. Yes. So you're like, oh, she just wants her husband yes. back. Okay. But then I this is that. when Gone Girl comes in. She basically orchestrated the affair because she realized whenever he ripped up the diary that. Um, she was never going to be able to get away mm-hmm. because he needed to be in control. But she did discover that if she made him believe it was his idea, he would divorce her. And so that's what she did. She like started being like, no, don't. T- I'm not going to go on this business trip with you. Take Emma. Do this with Emma. Take Emma here. Do this with Emma. And that's when the affair started. And then they broke up because of it. But then she feels like shit when the divorce finally happens. Because Emma has no fucking clue and they're going to get engaged and she doesn't want her to go through with this, um, with the marriage, even though she like orchestrated or whatever, she never thought it was going to come to them getting engaged. So she needs to get to Emma to stop her from marrying, um, Richard. And so she does, but the way she does it, um, she leaves him or a note and then Emma calls her, she shows up. Richard's there not a surprise and then Emma still doesn't kind of really believe her and so one day she shows up at um Emma's apartment and in the hallway Richard tries to choke the fuck out of her and she reaches in and oh the fucking little porcelain cake topper that he's gonna use from his first marriage second marriage and now his third marriage let me find out his story like his sob story which like Get the fuck out of here. I don't get the, I don't give a fuck about his story. But basically, he was in a car accident with his parents. His parents died in that car accident. He has this thing with blood. And basically, it's because of that because he saw so much blood. And so when she hits him with the cake topper, that's what makes him, like, dizzy. Fucking his own blood. Sheesh. Um, and then that's when his sister and Emma come out of the apartment he gets arrested, but she doesn't want to press charges or something. And so he goes to this mental hospital and she goes to visit him because he wants her to go. Mm-hmm. And then 
Um, he asked her to marry her again? Okay, Richard, are you kidding me? You beat the fuck out of this girl, and now you're asking to marry her again? No. But he does propose with the original wedding ring, which I think is kind of sweet. But Fair. No. Yeah. And then he also has, like, a wedding album, which, like, he already had given her one. Like, in what fucking world? And then his sister's like, oh, I think you should go. And um, they leave. Um, and the sister's like, she puts on the wedding ring on her, like, fucking, what are they called? Ring finger. Mm-hmm. And she's like, for safekeeping. So there, this whole entire time, there's, like, a weird incesty vibe between the brother and the sister. And I was just not here for it. No. Um, and then we get to the end. And in the end, there's a lot I forgot about, but I'll explain it now. So basically, the reason why the girl in college drowned is because she had to go see her professor. Her professor knocked her up. So she wants to go and like tell him that she's pregnant. And he lives in the faculty, whatever, on campus. So she goes and she knocks on his door. Some lady answers. And she's like, hey, is so-and-so here? I need to turn in a paper. I realized I turned in the wrong one. And she's like, oh, give me a second. She calls the guy. And then she realizes there's toys and stuff in the front yard. Man's married. Has kids. And she not, she never tells him that she's pregnant because the wife is like, what the fuck? Like, it's too late for you to be coming around just for this paper. The wife realizes what's happening. They close the door. They're like screaming at each other. Um, The girl leaves. Nessie leaves. And then it turns out Emma is the kid. (sighs) Is the kid of the professor and his wife. And so she was like, I'm going to destroy your marriage because you destroyed my parents' marriage. And so she thinks she's orchestrating the whole thing. Well, Vanessa thinks she's orchestrating the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the book. Um, it is so juicy and so good. I literally couldn't put it down. Like, if I didn't have to work, I would have read it all in one day. Right? Yeah, because I read right? 100 pages, and I was only planning on, like, reading a couple, like, chapters the first night, but then I couldn't stop reading it. It was so fucking good. There's tea fucking everywhere, every fucking which way direction. I did leave a lot out. Um, so if you want to know what I left out, fucking read the book. <laughs> Duh. But <laughs> that's it for my book tea. It's called The Wife Between Us by Greer and Sarah. I don't remember their last names. But yes. Ugh. So now we get to get started on Riverdale. Woo! We only have three episodes to talk about today. I'm going to take this. I hope you're okay with that. We only have three episodes to talk about. 17, 18, 18, and 19. 19. Yes. So last episode, we ended off with episode 16, where Jughead's mind is blown. He can't, he can read everybody's thoughts, but like not really read everybody's thoughts. Everybody's thoughts are just coming into his yeah, brain. Yeah, he can't turn and it he, off. Yeah. Um, Fangs and Tony want to get married, and we find out baby Anthony is the future of Riverdale, and Kevin isn't his biological father. Yeah. But he hasn't dropped the custody thing yet. Yes. No. Okay. 17 is called American Psychos. We find out that Pickens needs the comment, which is like Haley's comment, basically. 
Apparently, it's going to make him more powerful, and that's what he's been waiting for this entire time. It doesn't really explain why he needs the comment that no. much. Like, it doesn't make any sense. No. Um, uh, Betty and Veronica orchestrate... SlaughterCon. Yes. Because they believe if they make it, uh, BTK is going to come through. Especially because they made Benny, Betty the centerpiece. Yes. So they think, like, that... He's not going to miss an River opportunity Nip. to yeah. see her again. Exactly. I think these are my niece's socks. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> so then we cut. I think this is a musical episode. Yes. There's a lot of singing. It's not a lot like before, but there is like no. two songs that are like back to back. But it's like back to back if. Since there's no commercials. Yeah. Because there's clearly a cut where there's supposed to be commercials. Um, I wrote that Kevin would be great on Glee. Yes. I would love him in Glee. Yeah. Um, uh, we, I don't know who talks about this, but she's like, I bought it on Eastlay. Eastlay? <laughs> it's the guy with the, like, the dad's knife, her dad's knife. He comes to... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, to- oh, Tony tells Cheryl she's getting married and meets Heather, so she invites the two of them to her wedding, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was, like kind of random but then it gets worse in my opinion yes. so we'll wait on that but <laughs> um oh and then pickens needs people to start working on his thing again so he goes to pop starts controlling everybody in a group and we find out this bitch is weak because when he controls it he turns into 11 his yeah. nose starts bleeding i said that too <laughs> but yeah he controls everybody to get back to work um because they've been on strike yep they get so back he, to work and his nose starts bleeding. Mm-hmm. I was like, this he bitch is weak. Gets in their minds so that they go back to work. Yes. And um, then Cheryl wants to curse Tony and Fangs. So she goes to Kevin. Yes. He's like, let's curse them. Yes. And he wants to also. Which, like, why? Yeah. And then they're, they're it basically, she's like, something's going to come in between them. We don't know what it is yet. Like, we're just yeah, going to They, assume. like, put a literal, like, doorstop wedge yeah. in between their pictures. And she's like, there's going to be a wedge that comes between them. And I'm just like, bitch, are yeah. you okay? Oh, I didn't write about what that wedge actually is after this. I know. I, I well, I might I have, mean, we can talk about it now. I don't think it matters. It doesn't. Um, Baby Anthony becomes the wedge. Yeah, he gets really sick and they start fighting. Yeah, so Cheryl, like, undoes the spell or whatever because of it. Yes. Um, um, speaking of undoing spells, they come and sing to the crew, and it works. It undoes the pick and spell, and they're back on their side. <laughs> this one's written, but I could not oh get over God. it that a song broke the spell. No, a fucking song. Yeah, you're lying. Um. Oh, at this point, I was getting suspicious of Duke. And I wrote, Same. is that girl TBK? Oh, I didn't think that, but I was definitely like, I was she like, was sussing me out. Yeah, 100%. But then, but then she confesses her feelings. Oh my fucking God. So, and then Betty's not like, more like, no thank you, I have a man. She's like, kind of into it. And she even goes to dream about the girl. Yeah. No, uh-uh. Man or woman, if someone com- confesses their feelings to me, when I'm in a relationship? No, I'm gonna be like, no, I'm taken. Thank you. Adios. Jesus Christ. You don't want to give them any sort of inkling that you are even remotely interested unless you want to break up with your other half. Yeah. I don't think she does. Nope. 
So what the fuck is that? And then we have Alice interviewing Betty. Of all people, fucking Alice? No. Get away from me. And then, uh, ring ring, BTK's on the phone. Yes, this is when I wrote, Alice, where's your concern for your daughter? Because he's like, she's like encouraging him to say these nasty, horrible things. Yes! Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Ugh. I said, what the fuck is this looking at the camera? Because somebody looks into the camera like it's the office. Oh, yeah. But oh, while they're singing. Yeah. It's like Betty, um, Veronica, and them. All the girls are like singing. For the singing Bachelorette. Together. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're all like singing and looking into the camera. I was like, what is this? That was so weird. Um, we find out, we see like a little glimpse that TBK is there at uh, SlaughterCon. Yep. yep. And then TBK is at Betty's house. Yep. Betty and like, <laughs> who tells her? Someone like tells her. Is it Alice? Yeah, because she comes home and Alice is like tied up and he's and she's like, he's in the garage. She goes into the garage. She didn't even untie her fucking mom. No. Uh, I don't know. Somebody else is there. It's her mom and somebody else. Somebody else is tied up in the house. Oh, I don't remember that. I, don't remember I think that. it's Frank. Um, um, but then we find out that TBK wants to date Betty. Yeah. And he has this whole romantic dinner set up for them. He says they're soulmates. He has a mask exactly like his for her. What? This, like, leads to her doubting that she even wants to get married and have kids. Yeah. What? I don't fucking know. She's like, also, it's like, she took way too long to figure out that she didn't want to date him. Who? Betty. She's, like, sitting there thinking about it. Like, oh, she's, like, oh, looking at the oh. mask and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, girl. That was know. worse than her entertaining the idea of Drake. Or oh, Duke. 100%. Ugh. But then, Betty, bang, bang. Shoots him. Shoots him. And this made me angry because, take off his fucking mask. I want to know what this man actually looks yeah, like. Yeah, what the fuck? We never get to know what he actually looks like. That, but she doesn't either. So, like, yeah. why would you not... Whatever. I just want to know what he looks like. Whatever. Um... And then we find out, I think Betty says it, somebody says it, we find out Archie is Betty's light. I think she says it. Yeah, she says it. Because I did say Betty with the honesty and then Archie being like, I still love you and stuff. Because yeah. this is kind of when we find out why she thinks she doesn't want kids in a family. Um, because, or marriage in a family. Because um, she's scared. She's scared of what she's going to bring to the table. You yeah. Know? Which is totally understandable. Yeah. Um, and then, but Archie's like. That's kind of, Archie's like, no, like, that's not who you are. Like, just because he's, like, some serial killer is telling you your soulmates, you're not. Like, X, Y, Z, and he's like, I love you, and she's like, you're my light, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, episode 18, Biblical. I'm literally my first line, Biblical Horrors. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the Book of Revelations is coming real in this episode. They're getting the locusts, the frogs. Yep. Plagues. Yep. Veronica is planning the wedding and she's being like a real Debbie Downer, like Mm -hmm. super negative, super like, I'm not meant to have anybody in life. Like, bitch, just be single and be okay. Like, yeah, she's like having like a quarter life crisis. Yeah. But like over what? Like, Jesus Christ. Matt. Matt, there's no one outside. Um, and then... Dun, dun, dun. Sweetwater River is red. Someone poured Kool-Aid in it. Yeah. It's flowing red. Um, um, and then this is when I wrote, are Riverdale and Rivervale going to mix? Because yeah. 
we get the scene where La Llorona is in the bunker where Jughead has been hiding this entire time yeah. so that he can get away from the voices. And writing is helping him quiet those. Yes. Which becomes important as well. Yes. But he's writing but these yeah. stories about these like kind of horror stories mm-hmm. and the stories continue to go missing. Yes. Um, we find out that Cheryl is officiating the wedding. Yep. That was what I was talking about earlier. Um, was that last episode that we talked I think about? So. I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, when, because at first I thought it was bad that Tony asked her to come to the wedding. Now she asks her ex-girlfriend to officiate her wedding to her new boyfriend. That Cheryl and Abigail have been trying to tear apart. Yeah. What the fuck? And then Cheryl tries to burn Pickens, Mm -hmm. but he turns it around on her. And he burns a man of rose. Yes, because he sat in like her wheelchair or whatever. (laughs) And Nana... Still lived. Yeah. Let her die, people. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, oh, Kevin sees the spell casting, and then he goes, like that Pickens is doing, and then he goes and sees Fangs and Tony and says he's no longer fighting for custody. Yes. Um, I, and then at the wedding, at the, oh, is no. it the rehearsal dinner? No, I think it's the actual wedding. I don't know, but Veronica's singing a song to single people. And then she's, like, forcing them to, like, get up and stuff. No, it's the rehearsal because they're at Pops. Oh, they're at Pops. That's right. But I don't know. I wrote, what is Veronica's problem? Like, you're single. We get it. Get the fuck over it. She's literally so insane at this point. Like, she needs so much fucking help. But I think it's because she no longer has, like, something to do. Because she's always yeah. been, like, fighting with her dad. And yeah. now that he's gone, she has nothing. And Reggie is like, just take the Babylonia, mm-hmm. whatever. She's not with him. She's not yep. with anybody. Like, she has no projects. And then when someone yeah. offered her a project, she hated it because she's single. Whatever. She has fucking issues. Yes. And she needs a lot of help. And I, I, I was, like, fed up with her in, like, season three or something like that. I don't really remember when, when she was, like, doing all this bullshit when she was dating Archie with her dad and everything. Uh, that was irritating me. This is a whole new level. Like, I have yes. no patience for Veronica anymore. No. No, no, no. Ugh. Um, I put a plague. Something else happens. There's another fucking plague. Boils. Oh, the food. Oh. The, the food, food going is, bad. Yeah. Um, I put Kevin trusting him again. I think he, I'm talking about Pickens. Yeah. I said, I'm over Kevin. And then we cut to a scene and Cheryl stabs Jug while he's in the bunker. Yeah. But it's not but really it's not Cheryl. really Cheryl. Yep. Um, um, and then we we find out uh, Betty is the whore of Babylon. Mm-hmm. Because um, what's his name told her. Yeah. And then Pickens puts boils on the crew. So that they come back to work on the railroad or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever that was. Yes. Um, um, we find out Percival wants the baby Anthony. Yep. What is this man, a pedo? Um, Jughead is going crazy because his stories keep disappearing. He keeps hallucinating. Um, yep. Mm. I don't know. Oh, the bugs come. Yes. Wait, wait, no. First they attack Pickens. They make a plan to attack Pickens. I don't remember what it was. But they get Oh, they him. trap him. Yeah, with like the invisibility or whatever yeah. outside. They like circle him. 
And then he uses crickets to eat, or locusts to eat up the wood. Yep. And he gets out. And he gets out, and then he sends the bugs, like, on a town, kind of, Mm -hmm. or something. Pickens is out, he goes to Thornhill, and he kills Nana, which... R.I.P. Starts this whole thing. We don't see it right away, but I'm just going to spoil it anyways. Um, All of the oldest children die at Fangs and Tony's wedding, except for baby Anthony. He's the only one. It's because Nana Rose is the firstborn of the the Blossoms. Yep, and the oldest living firstborn. Yes. So, that's what starts that plague of the oldest children dying. Um, Veronica asks, is it Heather? About who's endgame, Archie and Veronica or Archie and Betty? Oh, yes. Girl. Get over him. Get some fucking help. Like, I don't understand what her obsession is with Archie. No. Like, I don't. No. You see he's happy with Betty. Get fucking over him. You love Betty. Yeah. Like, maybe if she was... They're best friends. Maybe if she was dating someone she didn't like. Yeah. But, or he was, but... No. Oh, my God. Anyways. No, no, no. Everybody dies. All the firstborns of the families die. Yep. Except for baby Anthony. Baby Anthony. Um, and then we cut to a scene in the bunker, mm-hmm. and Jug sees himself. Yep. Jug is stealing his own stories. And then he dies. And then, yep. <laughs> and then we see Sabrina. Yes, but before that, we find out Tabitha can see the future. We knew that. Did we? Yeah. Remember, she tells us... I wrote Tabitha can see the future. Question mark, question mark. Yeah, because remember when she goes in the past, and then she comes back, and then she's like, I've been to 1,300, 800, oh, yeah. 700. But what was this whatever. referring to? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Something about but her. But she talks about the fact that she's gone to, like, a, over a thousand yeah. futures, and Riverdale only survives in two yes. of them. Um, Again. Yes, but they're bringing Sabrina from back. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. In Glendale. Yes. Episode 19, The Witches of Riverdale. Um, we find out Sabrina is coming um, to Riverdale to bring back... Um, Everybody. All the firstborns. They hold a fake funeral. Yes. And they have three days... From... And they make Pickens believe that... Um, yeah. Baby Anthony is also one of the dead. Yep. Um, everyone... Reggie okay. becomes the CEO of the Babylonian. Yeah. Sabrina finally shows up, and she's like, we need a coven of witches. Yeah, because they have to do this resurrection within three days. Okay, yeah, but they be... to New York, because he's scared of Pickens. But <laughs> I just can't get over it that they all become witches. Just like that. Yeah. Um. Um. So then we see Archie in heaven, and he has kids with Betty, and he's like living his best life. Yes, yeah, so while everybody's dead, they are in, like, heaven, basically, but they and call it something else. We're, I don't know what they call it, but it's heaven. And we keep seeing a glimpse of it, and then I, after we see Archie in heaven, we see freaking Tony and Fangs in heaven. I need, need a spinoff of Anthony and Timmy. Yes. <sighs> because, basically... In this heaven, Anthony is an adult, and mm-hmm. um, Tony and Fangs are signing a um, like a treaty or a peace treaty yes. with the Ghoulies. And after they sign it, like whoever Timmy Twist is, yeah, I mean obviously it's he's Twyla's son, yeah. but like we don't know him in like this real timeline, um, the current timeline. 
but whoever he is, he like makes eyes at Anthony, and then as everyone's yes. dispersing, they have this flirty energy, and they're like, "Ooh, I need it. Yes, I 100%. need it." Um. Sabrina goes to get Jughead back. Yeah, but he doesn't want to leave. Heaven. No, he doesn't. Um. Nick. Um, Sabrina's boyfriend comes back and jugs his body. Yeah. And I thought this was stupid because she's like, well, he didn't want to come back, but I needed to talk to Nick again. Yeah, because apparently he can help. Dude, okay, Like, fine. I get it from watching Sabrina, but, the, like, the, the other show on Netflix. Like, it makes sense. I but never... But it, for Riverdale... No. It's not necessary. I never watched Sabrina. I had no mm. interest in it. It was, it was at the yeah, time so, that I was falling out with Riverdale. Anyways, I'm like, I'm not getting into it. But... I, so for this reason, I hated this because I felt like we're having like a whole side storyline. Like, and I mean, I understand the like Sabrina Nick thing. I do, but I've never like actually watched it, watched it. And so I was just like, bro, like this feels like a whole fucking side story that should be in their storyline, not in ours. And then also it's like, you have three days to bring them back and you're down to like 12 hours and you're you're going to go to dinner with your boyfriend. No. Be fucking for real. Um, we found out Betty can't cross over. Yeah. So Veronica's gonna go get Archie. Yep. Logical. Um, Raphael is back. Yeah. And then we find out that Polly and Jason are also in heaven with and Nana Rose. Married. And Polly's and pregnant. Dagwood. Dagwood was there. Oh, yeah. With triplets this time. Yes. Um, um, and then we find out that Cheryl possesses the power of the phoenix. Oh, yeah. So Cheryl has to um, take the bodies and burn them up. At this point, I was like, how is this the same show we've been watching? fucking know. This is getting out of hand. Yeah, 100%. Um, but they, <laughs> she burns the bodies so they can come back, yep. and then everybody walks back, and they're like in a blue flame. Right, because of her phoenix powers. But then we find out that she was only supposed to bring back the people... Mm-hmm. That had originally died, mm-hmm. and she ends up bringing Polly and Jason back. Which how, how it has been way longer than three yes. days since oh, either of them died. 100%. How the and how fuck? did she get their bodies? Yeah, man, how decomposed the, already. How the fuck are they back? Uh, how many times did she had to burn him and shit? Like Jason is dead, dead. Okay. Yes. What are you talking about? <laughs> And then we find out that Veronica still likes Archie, like, a lot. Oh, dude. I said, you're so bitter. Are you going to sabotage now, too? Yeah. Like, this is insanity. No. I fucking hated this. Jesus. Even for, like, her. Like, just stop. Just stop. It's There's not that something fucking wrong. wrong with you. Yeah. Um, Reggie stole one of Pickens' knives. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we find out that baby Anthony cannot die. He's immortal. Because he's immortal. And... We find out that Tabitha is Riverdale's guardian angel. Which, like, how? Girl didn't live there for years. And now she's just come back. Yes, but the town is in distress. That's true. I do feel like that makes a bit of sense. But that is it for the episodes we're going to talk about. And then then we're going to finish the season off. We're almost done. We're going to finish the season off. Next episode, next yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. So make sure you tune into that. But before we go, Miranda has some what the fuck tea. And then I have what the fuck tea because I forgot to say it for my last one. Okay. But you can go first. You are going to fucking die. I was FaceTiming my sister yesterday 
And she was like, hey, did you hear this? And I was like, no. What are you talking about? She's like, Google this. So she asked me, do you hear what happened with a Beyond Meat um, executive? Have you heard anything? No. No, great. Let me, <laughs> uh, good, me either. So this is what I Googled. Beyond Meat CEO Fender Bender. Here's the headline that comes up. Beyond Meat suspends an executive accused of biting a man's nose in a fight. <sighs> Listen to this. A top, top executive at plant-based food company Beyond Meat has been charged with felony battery after a fight outside a college football game in which he was accused of biting a man's nose. Okay, what college football game? <laughs> um, it doesn't matter. University of Arkansas. Oh, that Doug does not make Ramsey, sense. No. Doug Ramsey, who was also charged with making a terrorist threat after the attack Saturday in a parking garage outside of U of A football game in Fayetteville. Beyond Meat said Tuesday it, w- it has suspended Ramsey indefinitely. According to the police report, Ramsey was angered with another driver when another driver inched in front of him in tr- the traffic lane, made contact with the front passenger wheel of Ramsey's Ford Bronco SUV. The police report alleges that Ramsey got out of the vehicle and punched through the back windshield of the driver's car. The driver told police he got out of his car and Ramsey pulled him in close, began punching him. Ramsey then bit the tip of the other driver's nose off, ripping flesh, according to the police report. Oh, I want to throw up. I know. The driver and witness told police that Ramsey threatened to kill the other man. Occupants of both vehicles got out and separated them. Who just said, fuck vegetarianism, cannibalism. Yeah. What the fuck? I can't eat meat, but I'll eat your nose. (laughs) What the actual fuck? Eating animals (laughs) is bad, but let me just bite your fucking nose. No. No. You know what? I truly apologize because I did the math. This episode comes out on Thanksgiving. (gasps) (laughs) Sorry, y'all. Hopefully you're not eating. Hopefully you're driving in your car right now. Yeah, either you're on your way or you're coming back. Like, <gasps> Disgusting. Oh my goodness. Now I'm glad I'm doing also a what the fuck news for this week. But <laughs> yeah, let's hear yours. What the fuck? Just kick it over it. Like, no. In what world? No. No. Okay. Talk about fucking road rage. Yeah. Oh. So I don't know if this is true or not. It's just one of those little news stories on fucking Twitter that has no information or whatever. But I thought it was hilarious because this is 100% me. Arizona woman celebrates 101... Her 100 and... How do I fucking say that? Her 101st? Yeah, her 101st birthday. And she says the secret to a happy life is tequila. Oh my God. (laughs) I love her. (laughs) I'm saying like literally me. What kind of tequila? Oh, also I found the tequila that they use for Jolly Ranchers. Because I remember the bottle. But I don't know what else she puts in it. Yeah. We have to go back. Oh, (gasps) what the fuck news? Did you see? That there was a shooting at that um, pool place right by your house? Oh, yes! Yes, I did! But, and then when I was driving here, they're still there. And they have, like, the um, police, like, 
crime unit thing, like van you go sitting eat? outside. <laughs> I mean, we we're about to. Let me wrap this up so we can go see if it's still there. Anyways, thanks guys. No. <laughs> yep, we gotta go. Got a cr- live crime scene to go watch. Um, but anyways, thank y'all for listening. Um, we are thankful for our listeners since this is coming out on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. We just love doing this, yes. and we are so thankful that we even have a chance and an opportunity to do something like this. And people who want to listen. Yeah. Ugh. Like, we are so grateful for this. It's just a good time. Yeah. It's just a good time. It really is. So, go ahead and follow us um, at what the fuck is this underscore podcast for Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. That's it for this episode, and happy Thanksgiving. So. Have fun with your families. If you're not with your families, well, have fun by yourself. Drink some yes. tequila. Get to live to 101. Yes. <laughs> but that's it for this episode. We'll see you guys in December. Woo woo. Only one more episode of Riverdale left, bitches. Yes. December 1st, and we're done. Woo. Time to go to Panera. Zusa <laughs> <that> coupon. <laughs> <laughs>